Okay, today's Dav is Baba Kama, Dav Kuf Yud Gimel. And we continue here in the last parak of Baba Kama, Hagozel Uma'achil, and we are on Kuf Yud Beis and Abeis, other issues relating to Inyane Gzela. As uh, we, we look back over the past couple of months and we think about all the different topics, but it's really basically been many, many topics, but within a few major topics. The Sugyas of Nizke Mamon, the first six Prakim, Sugyas of Geneva, Sugyas of Chavala, and now Sugyas of Gzela and Shinui. That have been the uh, topics of related issues, and the Chiyuv HaShava in all of these contexts, the Chiyuv payment. So, we are in uh, the Sugya, four lines up from the bottom, Kuf Yud Beis Amid Beis. We're talking about issues of people refusing to pay back their obligations. What does Bezdin do? Paying back an obligation where, where they owe money, uh, where they promise to bring Adim, they don't promise to bring Adim, all different uh, types of permutations, is it a milve, is it a picadon, does, does the malva have karka, does the lova have karka, all of the uh, v- v- varied details that were discussed. So now let's pick it up, four lines from the bottom, Amma uh, Ravina. So we continue first for uh, to finish the sugya of uh, people not paying back, and then we will get to uh, other issues later on today. Says the Gemara, Amma Ravina, Ha'ishlucha Durabanan, Mehemninan Lekebetrei. A shliach derabanan, a shliach sent by Bezdin, is believed as if he was two witnesses. He's only one witness, but he's believed as if he, is, he was two witnesses. Uh, he has the power, when he comes back, to say that he told the person that uh, this, is, uh, this is what Bezdin wants. And if you don't come to Bezdin, you will get uh, Bishamta. Lishamta. And this is specifically, he's believed Lishamta to be able to put him into Cherem. But Avolipsicha, to write a Shtar Hachraza on his property so that it will be able to be collected from, that has to do with Dini Mamanis. Kivan de Mamona Kamachasele to Kaboy Le Lamesa Le Zuzi Lasafralo, since this will potentially cause a money loss, because what's going to happen once the guy comes and has to uh, pay up, he will eventually he will have to he will be made to pay the money for the sofer, for the the star that was written. This Psicha so low, so then he is not believed we need two witnesses. Says Rashi, he's not going to lie. But that only has to do with regular Namanis. But if it has to do with the Shtar, says Rashi, he won't be able to get out of this state of being put in Shamta for not listening to the Hasmana of Bezdin without paying the scribe, paying the sofer for the writing of the Shtar eventually. Even though Bezdin originally had to write it, but this person has to pay back. The rush here discusses, what about in general, expenses uh, incurred by the Tovea for that he has to, he wants to get paid by the Nitva. So regular expenses that the, he has to get a lawyer and he has to get, uh, he has to go to Bezdin to get paid back the money. So regular expenses the Tovea has to pay. But what if it's Unusual expenses. It's because the Nitva refused to pay. And now the Tobaya suffers other losses and expenses. So that, the Rosh says, you know what you see from this Gemara? That the Nitva is going to have to be Mashlam. Because here, just like the Nitva has to pay for, this, for the star that was written because of his uh, refusal, so too, says the Rosh, any other types of expenses. Mikan Diktek Rabbeinu Meir, says the Rosh. 
Avagav de Muchach, Besov Zeboer, even though it says it's on Hedron. She'en Hanitva, Chayev Lashalem, Hahotza, Shemotzi, Kedilatavoladin, even though the Nitva doesn't have to pay the Toveya, the regular expenses, but skip a line, Hanimili, Besheena Masari, Vlovalabezdin, Avalam Tavoladin, but if Reuven is Toveya Shimon, Vlorotza Lavoimobadin, and Shimon refuses, Vlhutzrecha Toveya Lahotzi Hotzaos, Lakufosha Yeridimoladin, and therefore the Toveya has to uh, incur other expenses. The Nitva has to pay back all of those Otsos. That's what you see. You see you, we think this Gemara is a very limited uh, in scope, but the Rosh expands it and says, hey, if the, if the Nitva is responsible for Toveya's added expenses, so then the Nitva is going to have to pay those as well. Good, that's the first line of Veravina. He is believed, Kebetre, but only regarding Shamta, but regarding the Shtar, he's going to have to pay back. And he's not believed because that has to do with Mominus. Um, Ravina, second to last line. Ravina continues. Yavina zimna apuma de itzav apuma de shivvi. We give, we extend time, right? We, uh, we give a specific time to him. Uh, we, that he should come, alpi isha. Right, we, if, even if a woman, a woman who's not usually could be an aide, just like we trust one aide, even an isha who says, yeah, I told him and I gave him the message from Bess and we even believe her. Or a neighbor, right, even not a shliach Bess, a neighbor that says that, uh, he went to tell him that Bess needs him to come to court by this day. And this is only if that plony, that person that's getting the recipient of this hasmana, is not in the city. So then we assume these people did uh, what they were supposed to do. But if he's around in the city, so we don't say that the Isha or the neighbor would be believed. Why? Because we say, Maybe these people didn't really give him the message from Bezdin. Because we could assume that they would assume that, you know, he's in the same town as the Bezdin. The Shliach Bezdin must have taken care of it. We don't have to take care of it. So therefore, they're not Naaman to have done it. And even if they say, yeah, he knows about it, but maybe that's just assuming. But they didn't really give him the message. Velo Amran, and also limiting, If there's no way that he, the Nitva, would have passed by the Bezdin himself. Wouldn't have passed by on his way home. But if he would have passed by, so again we say, oh, maybe they'll say that Bezin actually saw him. Bezin himself saw him walking by, they ran out, and they gave him the message. So another limitation. They're only believed if the person's not in town, the person definitely did not walk by the Bezin. And number three, only if they could have gotten there that day. We don't think that people have a long uh, um, time to remember specifics. But if he or she, the woman, would not have been able to uh, come to the nitva by that day, we say, oh, maybe they forgot. Right, Bezdin, or, or Halacha, is always choshesh. Ishtaluli ishtali, before we would... You know, uh, I have to assume that in order to do something. I remember the sugyas in uh, Elunaris by we can't give hasra to the edim edim zomin beforehand because maybe they would have forgotten. It's only a few minutes later by the time they give testimony. You forget you can't be an edim zomin. 
halachically, we have to give that allowance. Maybe they're focusing on something else. See here too, even if it takes two days, we assume that maybe they w- didn't uh, remember the exact message to give shachachu shlichusam, Rashi says, before they got to the person's house, and therefore we wouldn't be able to punish based on that. Shechacha, again, is a topic uh, in its own right, but just to mention one of the sources that we like to quote, and that's the Hagdamater in Rav Shimon Shkaf. Hagdam in the Shar Yoshar, where he discusses the difference between Luchos Rishonos and Luchos Shnios. And Rav Shimon says that Moshe Rabbeinu breaks the Luchos. That's a pretty extreme event. You know, why did he just put them away? Why did he just put it down? He didn't know there was going to be a second Luchos, and yet he breaks them. And we know Chazal even tell us, Rashi quotes this at the end of the Torah, that one of the few, one of the uh, events, one of the decisions that Moshe Rabbeinu made by himself, and Hashem says, the last uh, Pasuk in Chumash uh, alludes to that. So it was something amazing. But why was it so amazing? How did he know? Wasn't that such a risk? Says Rav Shimon Shkaf, Right? It's something very unusual. Did he think the whole destiny of the Jewish people is different? There's no more Torah? Let him do tik and maisim, let him do tshuva, and then he'll give him the Torah. Avalolu shabrim legamre, v'yacharkach v'lehisnapel of Hashem levakish lucha shniyos, what, he broke them? It's his fault. Moshe, just put him away. V'hinei says, Rav Shimon, no, no, Moshe Rabbeinu realized that B'nai Yisrael couldn't have Luchas Rishonos. Because what was the difference between Luchas Rishonos and Luchas Shniyos? Luchas Rishonos comes straight from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, everything, even the raw materials. The second Luchos, P'sal Luchos, Shnei Luchos, Avanim Karishonim, Moshe Rabbeinu brings the raw materials, and then HaKadosh Baruch Hu puts the Luchos onto the... Um, Stones. Hine Chazal Kiblu Sheskula Miuchedes Haisa Beluchos Rishonos that we would have learned something and never forgotten. Imlamad Adam Pamachas Hayeshamor B'Zichronola Olam. Moshe Rabbeinu realizes that the commitment is dangerous. We a person needs to be totally committed to Torah and a Torah life. If somebody's able to learn something once and always remember it and don't have they don't have to work hard to be a Bucky B'Kala Tarakula, that's very dangerous. And therefore, says Moshe Rabbeinu, they can't have this type of Torah. That's Etzbe Elokim. They can't have it because after she is damein, she ish mushchas u'migul b'maisim roim baki b'kol chadri haTorah. For love and Moshe Rabbeinu, love Hashem, and he learns. He looked kavachover for Pesach, as the Gemara says. So that's why Moshe says this Torah is not going to work. I need another Torah. I need another luchos, which is a luchos that. We have to kill ourselves, and we have to be mamus atzmenu, and we have to work hard, and we forget things, and we can do dafyomi, and we don't remember what was said two days ago, because we have to review and review and review and make it part of ourselves. And once we do that, that's the only chance to be a committed person to Torah and to mitzvos, and that is why shichacha is part of the human condition, and that's the way it is. Moshe Rabbeinu realized that this is something that we have to do. So when we forget things, we have to realize that this is the way. This is part of the divine plan. And therefore, uh, we have to just uh, work hard and be able to overcome. Yes, it says in Pikri if we forget something, but that's only on purpose. That's only if somebody, so to speak, uh, doesn't uh, review his Torah. And uh, the Briskarab says maybe that was only at the time of Jewish history when there was Torah Shabal Pat. Right in the times of the Baali Hamasora, but now, okay, it's not a good thing to forget, but it's not Mishaib and Nafsho, because we're not uh, ruining the Mesorah. So he thought that was only earlier. Either way, a couple of points related to Shikha. Is Shikha Pshia, another related topic, which we're not going to get into now. 
If I say, I'm going to dab in Mincha, I'm going to dab in Mincha, I'm going to dab in Mincha. Later, later, later. And then the last half hour, I forget. Is Shechacha called Pshia? Right? Am I allowed to do Tashlumin for that? If I didn't dab in Bemezid, I can't do Tashlumin. If I didn't dab in Beshogeg, I'm allowed to do Tashlumin. What about Shechacha? Is that Pshia? Shachach Besof Azman. Is that, uh, am I allowed to? So we pass in Lukula. So to speak, we pass in that. It's okay, you're allowed to daven again if uh, you didn't plan dafka on not uh, on not davening. Again, another important topic. Okay, let's finish this up. Amar Rava, Shem says the last few lines. If a person gets a star written against him because he didn't come to Bezdin, until he comes to Bezdin, we don't rip up the star asmana, the star shamta. We don't rip it up. You say you're coming, great. So when you come, we'll rip it up. Don't say, oh yeah, I'm coming tomorrow. Okay, but we're not going to rip it up until then. But if the issue is that Bezin told you to pay, and you said no, and now you say, I'm going to pay, so then, So first day is, yeah, there too. Until you actually listen. Once you say no, then we, we until you actually listen to Bezin, we're not going to rip it up, but the Gemara says, that we don't listen to. There, right, when you say you're going to listen, it's okay. If you say you're going to come, so then we have to wait till you come. But if you say you're going to listen, so then, right, when you say that, then we're not going to, uh, we'll rip it up, because maybe you have the money now, but you're just having uh, having some tircha getting the money. We don't want to discourage you. So right, when you say you're going to listen, so we trust you. Period. Amr of Chizda. Weiter regarding issues of coming to Bezdin. Kovin Zman, Sheni Vechamisha Vesheni. Zimna Vezimna Basra Zimna. So when we say that you have to come to Bezdin, you have to appear, we say Monday, Thursday, Monday. Time after time. This is when you need to come. Why? When did we have this before? Back in Parag Maruba. Remember, one of the Lakanat Ezra, that Bezdin sits uh, Monday, Thursday, Monday. And there's Kriya Torah on Monday, Thursday, Monday. That's in Pei Beis. Pei Pei Beis. Takanas of Ezra. Takanas of Yehoshua. But Pei Zit. Pei Beis of an Aleph, I think. That's where the Gemara says. Asar Takanas Tikin Ezra. Shekorim B'Mincha B'Shabbos. V'Karim B'Sheni B'Chamishi. V'Donin B'Sheni B'Chamishi. That's Takanas Ezra. That's right here. Post Takanas Ezra. That's when we say that he should come Monday, Thursday, Monday. Why did Be- uh, Ezra Hasofer pick those days for Bezdin to sit? Because we know that those are days of Rachamim from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The special Siat of the Shmaya on those days. May Rachamim. That's why we have a longer Tachron. Not because, oh, I can't believe it. We have to realize that this is, this is a, a special schus that we have to talk to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in a, in a more elaborate way. To ask him more for things on Monday, Thursday, Monday. It's mostly about the Klal Yisrael being Bitsaris. That's almost what the whole Vuhu is about. Right, we're difficult, we have difficulty, and you have, uh, right, we've been forgotten, and, the, and our enemies uh, give us saris. That's, that's, uh, that's the Hurachim. But the Prima Godim writes 300 years ago that people used to throw the Hassanim out of Shul so they could save the Hurachim. Right, the Olam Hafachub is Man Hazeh. Right, that's the, uh, just the opposite. But, uh, that's the, uh, but that's Monday, Thursday, Monday. We have to realize the, uh, the schus, the special, uh, status that those days have. So that's why Bezdin sits, and Rav Chista says, that's when we call him. Monday, Thursday, Monday, those are the times that we give him. Ulamachar Kasvinan. And the following day, meaning, after the last day. We don't like go till, as it's getting late on the second Monday, we don't say, okay, let's start writing the star. We give him the entire day, and only the following time, the following day, that's when we would write the, uh, write the star. Right? Rashi says, The whole day, maybe he'll show up. 
Good. Rav Asi Iklo Bey Rav Kahana. He visited Chaza Hayi Itza the Asner Ladina Bapanya. He saw that there was a certain woman that was in Huzman to come to the din at night. Ubitzafrak Sil Kasev Le Psicha. The next day, they already wrote the Psicha, the Star. Uh, relating to her property. Don't you hold what Rav Chizda said? Monday, Thursday, Monday. Right, you're skipping that that uh, that uh, level. That's only by a man who might be, be out of town. He's on business. So that's why we have to give him some time in order to come back. But if we know a person's in town and there's no reason they shouldn't come, we know this woman's in town, she's not on a business trip, then we don't give him that extra time. And the Rambam said it's not a din in man versus woman, it's a din in whoever's out of town, whoever's not out of town. If a woman's out of town or a man's in town, right, then the halacha would be, the application of the halacha would be flipped. And therefore, um, that's what it goes by. It's not Xeris Akasuf, so to speak. It just goes by the Svara, whether a person would be in town or not. Good. Amar Rav Yehuda, lo yavina zimna, lo biyome nisan, lo biyome tishrei. We don't, in, uh, we aren't Mazbin people in Nisan and Tishrei. Why not? What are those days, Nisan and Tishrei? Machlokas Rashi and the Rambam. Rashi says, Ein mezamna adam ladin benitzan v'tishrei, shehein zman katsir u'batsir. We're very busy in the fields in those times. So if we're busy in the fields, that's when, you know, it's a, you, you can't blame a person for not being able to come. He's going to lose his parnasah. And therefore, we don't uh, send it out in Nisan and Tishrei. The Rambam, as you, we might have thought ourselves if we were trying to give shot to the Gemara, the Rambam says in Parachafei, in Hilchos Sanhedrin, why? In Kovitzman, Lobi Me Nisan, Lobi Me Tishrei, Mibnei, Shaha'am, Trudin Bemoados. Siyantif! Siyantif time, we're running around, Nisan and, and, uh, and Tishrei. Nafkamina might be, what about after Yantif? What about the, during the month after Yantif? So that's, that could be a Nafkamina. You're still involved in the cuts here and the butts here, possibly, but it's not Yantif anymore, we're not Torrid in, in a Yantif. That's what the uh, Yapshal Shlomo said. Another Nafkamina, what if somebody doesn't have any fields? Bishain Losados, you know, he doesn't, doesn't work in the fields. So he doesn't have any cuts here and butts here, but he's still, uh, Busy with his yomtiv preparations. The riff here has a girsa, which is in parentheses in the riff. So it's one of those, we're not sure whether this is an appropriate uh, girsa. It's not in parentheses, there's a sub take it out. Amarav, the riff memo and aleph, lo mekavina zimna lo biyome nisan, velo biyome sivan, velo biyome tishrei. So here he has in sivan. So which way does that work? If you look in the chidushe anshe shame here on the bottom of the riff, Bisfarim Shalanu Gamha Bahag Ain Kasuv Velobio Mesivan Vahabah Kasa Bilfas Yashan Lessa. But in our on our riff we have Velobio Mesivan. So which does that work? So you might say on the surface, hey, that works for the Rambam. Right? Like a um a Yantif or Tarbiyatif. But then we could say, How much Tirda is there for one day of Shvuas? So maybe just the opposite. Maybe Sivan is also for the Katsir and the Batsir. Maybe there's, uh, right, it's, uh, right, it's the Zman of the, of the Katsir. So maybe it's just the opposite. So it's two opposite Svaras of the Achronim. Is the Rif agreeing with the Rambam? Or is the Rif agreeing with Rashi? Right, what does Sivan, uh, tell us? Look at the, uh, the Beis Yosef discusses, he thinks the reason is like the Rambam. Because Shruz is like a Yantif. And if you look at the Giduli Truma, it's the opposite. No. Sivan doesn't do anything. Right, and Shruz is amazing, but it's not like it's so Torahed in that one day holiday. So therefore, um, Machlokas. Okay, Rashi, Rambam, Rif. Viter in the Gemara. 
So, Rabbi Yehuda says, we don't give, send, send this uh, invitation in Nisan or in Tishrei, Velo b'mali yomatava, Velo b'mali shapsa, not an Erev Shabbos, Erev Yantif. You ever get mail on Erev Shabbos and Erev Yantif, you can just assume that it's not going to... It's not going to happen. It's not going to uh, reach its destination. But if you send a letter during Nisan and Tishrei, ju- and just the dates are for afterwards, that's okay. We don't assume people are, gonna, are not going to get the mail during those days. That's okay. But it doesn't say here that it's allowed by Shabbos. That's, that's not. My Erev Shabbos... Not going to happen. You can't even give a message for, on Erev Shabbos for later, even though Nisan and, and Tishrei, you can. Because Erev Shabbos is the Shabbos of Tarid, right? That is something unique and special to Klai Yisrael. And again, we ask, where do we have this in this Masechta? Remember, we had the, the Mishnah earlier in this Masechta about running, running in the street. Who's considered the Poshaya? The one who's running is did something without Rishus, except on Erev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos, one of the Tanam says, he's Ratzbir Shus. And therefore he would be able to do it because Erev Shabbos is a, uh, a different type of reality. Right? There's always uh, a lot of uh, balagan and, and craziness in Erev Shabbos. I mentioned in the past, some of them Farshim say it has to do with the first Erev Shabbos in history. First Erev Shabbos in history, Adar Berchava got thrown out of Gan Eden. They went out after the sin. And that's already, sometimes there's a Shalom bias. Erev Shabbos, is that when, that's when we have to really dig in and uh, create and help uh, instill the Shalom bias in our, in our families at that time, even though, of course, our children wait to the last minute to do everything, and uh, we try to, uh, to be there in time no matter when Shabbos starts. It doesn't matter if it starts at 4 or at 8. It's still the same last hour. Uh, Balagan goes back to the first era of Shabbos. But again, it's our challenge to be able to uh, be focused, and it's exclusive Klai Yisrael that we're always uh, involved in uh, Shabbos preparations till the last minute. Amar of Nachman, Lo Yavinan Zimna, we don't send a hasmana to the Bnei Kala. What are the Kala? The Yarechei Kala. When they come to hear the drasha on Erev Shabbos, we don't uh, send them any hasmana or regel. Rashi says this has to do with the shir that's given Shloshim Yom When people are gathered for Torah, they also can't think about other things. Or we don't want them thinking about other things. When they came, they wanted maybe to give something in, uh, when they came to Rav Nachman Shir, he said to them, are they, are they, did they gather for you? They're not here for you. They're here for the Torah. You know, don't, uh, in, in, in cringe and, and come and ruin the party, so to speak. But nowadays, says the Gemara, where there are tricksters that go to the drushes in order, Dafka, to, to get out of Bezdin's uh, way, so Chayshinan, and then Bezdin has to figure out, you know, what is, who is, uh, who is tricking here and who deserves to get the Hasmana. Continuing, back to the last Mishnah in the beginning of our parak that we had on Kuf, Yud, Aleph, Hamibayz, on top, the Mishnah ended off by saying, if somebody steals and gives it to his kid, then it's no longer there, Patrim L'Shalem. But if it's a Dover Sheishbach Rayas, Chayav L'Shalem. So he said, oh, that usually means Karka. But we have a Mesorah here that this Mishnah is not what it usually means. Masnile Rebbe, Lerb Shimon Bray, we have this already, Lo Dover Sheishbach Rayas, Mamish, this does not mean Karka, like it usually means if the Gazlan left his children Karka, it means any item that is publicly known to have belonged to someone else. 
a cow or a donkey, Chayav and Lahachzer, Mimnei Kvod Avihem. It's thought to be re- returned because of Kvod Avihem. In the ninth parak, we discuss what do you mean if the father stole? Why do the children have to worry about it? Kvod Avihem. So it must be that he did tshuva. He just didn't get a chance to return it yet. That's why they have to be Choshish uh, for Kvod Avihem. Boy, Minei Rav Kahana, Meirav, Mita Umeisav Aleha, Sholchan Vaochel of Mahu. What if it's something that does not go outside? It's not an animal which everybody sees. It's a bed, it's a table. So, Amarlo, Tain Lechacham, V'yachkam Od. Which here means in this context, yes, that give wisdom and add on to the wisdom. Meaning, yeah, people come into your house. People are going in and out. So, therefore, this is also called a uh, public type of uh, item. Says the Mishnah. Now we get into the sugya of Gezel Akum. That's this daf kuf yud gimel and babakama. Ain partin, which will come up soon. Ain partin lomi tevas hamochsin. One is not allowed to get change from tevas hamochsin. A mochsin is a, a collector of money because we assume a lot of the money that he has in his uh, bag, in his little uh, box of collection, is stolen money. And the people didn't have yeish from it yet, so it's not his. So he's going to give you change from that money? No, that's stolen money. So you can't take change from him. Velomi kishal gaboim, or gaboit staka. Not just collectors, uh, but gaboit staka. Velo enot l'man staka. You can't take anything from their boxes, because you assume, you have to be choshes that it's stolen money. Aval notel humi tov peso omenashuk. But if he has private money, we don't assume that he puts other people's his own money into the collections. So if he has his own money at home, so we assume that's kosher money. But if you give him, says the Gemara, if you give him a larger coin, you don't have to cause a loss totally for you. You could get, you could take some change, but leave him more than obviously what you gave. And even if the guy, the people weren't weren't misyayish yet, they'll get back that money. They don't care about the specific coins involved. Period. Says the Gemara, Umochsin, Mochsin, collectors for the government. You're not allowed to uh, take change from because you assume it's stolen. V'yomar Shmuel, but doesn't Shmuel make one of his most famous comments in Shas? Dina to Machusa Dina. The law of the land is the law. What do you mean? Dina to Machusa Dina, and therefore, if somebody collects taxes, they're allowed to collect taxes. A, a government always collects taxes. Answer, this is an illegal tax collector. You're right, regular taxes, that's Dina to Machusa Dina. And any type of law, he's Dina to Machusa Dina, very large topic. Right, Sugya. Uh, but here we're talking about it was done illegally. Number one, there's no specific amount. There's no finite amount, so he'll take whatever he wants. He's self-appointed. Self-appointed. So again, this is not for, for, from the government, and therefore it is not acceptable. Again, Robri Shonim hold that this is a Din Daraisa, meaning it's on the level of Daraisa, Din Dina, uh, the Ran in Nadarim. If you remember it back in Nadarim, one of the top ten Rans in Nadarim, the Ran's comment of Chav Ches Amad Aleph, and many quote this Ran, Din Dina only applies, he quotes the Bali Tosfus, to Malchei Ovdei Kochavim. Why? Because they could really, non-Jewish governments could really own the country that they're in. You have to listen. Aval, the Ron quotes, Bemalche Yisrael, lo. Lefisha, Eretz Yisrael, call Yisrael Shutafin ba. Because Eretz Yisrael, Oben Yisrael Shutafin, so who says that he has rights over me? So that is a Ron. So what does that Ron mean for us? So the postkim all quote that that Ron is not quoted in Shulchan Aruch, number one. And even if the Ron 
is one wants to be, meaning we don't pass in this way. Meaning, Dina applies to Jewish, non-Jewish, any types of governments that act fairly and legally, make laws, and A, they're not specifically targeted against Jews' laws, and number two, it's not against any Torah, any Torah laws. Right? Though, as long as those two are not violated, so then uh, one has to keep Dina But even number two, Rav Schechter points out in the Ginas Egos, among other poskim, that if there is a democracy, or if there is uh, a collection of taxes, then most of those taxes go back into the country to make the roads and to make the schools and the v'chulu. Of course, even the Ron would say, even the Ron would say that that's Dina Bachuzadina. The Ron's talking about a case where it goes to somebody's private pocket. But if it goes into the um, you know, the country itself, near a Pashut, Rav Shechter writes on Kuf Pei Beis in Gina's Egos, Democratia, She'ein Taklus Tashlumi HaMasim LaHaashir Es Mishahu, El LaChasos Es Hotzos HaMedina, Right, and, and then there, there's, a, there's governmental agencies that collect the taxes. It's all public. Shetzrichim l'shalem avor holachas hadoar, the male, in those days of old when they used to be male. V'yasifas ha'ashpa, v'srefasa, garbage collection, the fire, v'nikayon me'ashtiya, that cleaning the, uh, the sewers, v'chevet makabayesh, v'hamish tarah, the police, nimsa, that's not menas ha'melech, that's everybody shutvim. That's not even dinah machusatina possibly. That's part of living in a society. And there are many hilcheshchenim that you have to not doing things in certain public areas. That's hilcheshchenim. That's not only dina demachus adina. I think he quotes the great example. He says, just like when you're on an airplane, and let's say it's nighttime, and the, and the, uh, flight, the, the flight attendants say you have to close the shades. I want to look out the window. I want to see outside the window. But everybody's going to sleep now, and everybody has their window shades closed, and one person, there's always one person on the plane that has the thing, and the light's going all over, right, a four-year-old kid that's uh, looking out the, the window, and everybody sees the light. So that's part of Hilcheshchenim. Hilcheshchenim is that if everybody's doing something, that I have to be part of this society uh, that uh, that is around me. So therefore, this is all part of the sugi of Dina de Machus So Shmuel's comment was said first about this Mishnah. And Rabbi Yanai and Rabbi Hanina explained it. Ika Vaiter in the Gemara now. Ika Damasi Laha. Some have a comment on the following Mishnah from Mesechas Kilayim. Lo Yilbash Adam Kilayim Afilo Agabi Asar Begadim Lavriach Bosa Meches. The Mishnah describes a case where a person has to pay taxes for clothing in his suitcase. But any clothing that he's wearing doesn't have to pay taxes for. Okay, great. I'll wear four shirts. Is a person allowed to do that? So the Mishnah says. Yes, but if they're kilayim, you're not allowed to wear. Right? What if the shirts are kilayim with each other? You're not allowed to wear all the shirts on top of each other. Why? Because that is uh, a problem, even if it's only for a little bit. Why? What is the svara? Why you're not allowed to do this? Says Rashi, the last couple of skinny lines. Well, first Rashi says, Even though your kavana is not to wear, it's just to prevent... Uh, the taxes from being paid from the shirts, still it's also Mishum Kilayim, as we'll see soon. Says the Gemara, Masisa Dlorik Kurbi Akiva. And this is against Rabbi Akiva, the Tanya, in the Brysa, Asul Abriyach Zamechas. The Tanakamba says, Y'all ought to do that. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Rabbi Shimon Rabbi Akiva, Mutul Abriyach Zamechas. 
It's mutter. Ask the Gemara why. There are two issues that are involved here. Bishlamalini kilayim, pakamiflagi. Regarding kilayim, I understand what the machlokas is. The marsavar darvashinim eskavin mutter, umarsavar darvashinim eskavin asr. The machlokas is, well, you have no kavana to do the avera, darvashinim eskavin. I understand that's the machlokas. Elolav riachbos hameches, mishari. But how could you do this to, to, uh, try to get out of paying the taxes? Fiyamar Shmuel, dina, tamachusa dina. So that's where we relate to Shmuel's din, not to our Mishnah, but to Bishan Kilayim. And we give the same answers. So number two context where Shmuel might come up. What is the major question on this Gemara? Right? This is Darvashayna Miskavain. Darvashayna Miskavain is always, I do act A, which might or might not cause the Avera. But Psikresha, which is Vadai, going to cause the Avera. So what's the Gemara talking about? Psikresha is Asur. Nobody holds up Sikresha's mutter. So that is a question that is dealt with by all the Rishonim. Not really here. It comes up a little bit, um, a little bit in the Tosfis on top. Tosfis says, uh, actually, yeah, Tosfis, but it's mostly in Misach Shabbos and elsewhere. Tosfis says on top, I just noticed, Right, he talks about not putting it directly on the shoulders, but why is this, um, why isn't this in Shabbos and he loses to it right here? Maybe it's being done in a way that's not exactly Psikresha. What if you already have three shirts on? So you're not really getting any Hana'a from this. You already have three shirts on, so you're warm enough. So it's not Sikresha that you're going to have Hana'as Levisha, which is the Isser of Kilayim. Hana'as Levisha, number one. Or the Ran, the Ran in Hulin, which is quoted in other contexts too. Sikresha does not apply to Isure Hana'a. Sikresha doesn't only applies to Malach Shabbos and other contexts, but by Yisuri Hana, that's the Ran, you have to think of the Spar for the Ran, but the Ran in Chul and Daflamid Bezum and Aleph and the Dafi Arif, there is no Sikresha by Yisuri Hana. The Ramban, the Ran, and others in Mesech Shabbos give a fundamental answer to Kilayim. Kilayim is different. The Isser Kilayim, part of the Isser of Kilayim is the Kavana for the Hana Slavisha, according to the Banda Amr that's Matir. It's not just the act. Right, it comes up, let's say somebody's trying on a suit in the store, and you don't know, you're going to check if the shot is, but now you just check and see if it fits. Right, so many put it on, right, even for a second, because you don't have kavana for the hanos, you're doing it to try it on. And therefore, that's part of the, part of the definition of the Isser, and therefore it would be mutter. That's what the Ramban and the Ran, and the Ran say. Okay, a couple of suggestions regarding that. We continue now. Again, this daf, as many of these last dafim in Babakama are all jam-packed. Babakama doesn't give you, doesn't go down at the end, right, to go, you know, uh, end off quietly. No, we, we end off as, as the whole Masechta has been. Ve'ika damasi laha. So some see Shmuel's din, not on our Mishnah, not on the Mishnah in Kilayim, but on the following discussion from Nadarim. Let's say there is a Anas, a uh, strong man, that comes to my field and say, hey, give me some of those fruit. And I say, no, 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 it's Truma. They'll steal, but they won't eat Truma. So, Nodrin, I could even make a neder. I could lie and make a neder and say that it is truma. She shall truma. She shall be samelech. It belongs to the, the government. I'm allowed to do that. So, they ask the Gemara again. Why are you allowed to lie? He's just collecting taxes. Here, 
Here we have a third answer. Ravashi Amar b'moches kinaani, an idolater moches who is known to steal things from people. Right? This does not mean a regular just context of a Kanani non-Jew, but the Tanya. Yisrael the Kanani Anos. Shabo Ladin, a Jew, is in Din with a Kanani Anos. With a henchman, with a, with a Kanani who is known to be a Ganav. And the same would apply to a possibly a Jew who's known as an Anas. Im Yisrael. So here, you're allowed to try to get the best of him in either way. Because you know he's going to steal your money in the future if he's a known Ganav. If you can win the case under Jewish law, do that. And if you can win the case with their laws, so do that. And if not, you have to somehow come Ba'akifin. Last line in Rashi, Bechachma. Rabbi Ishmael. Rabbi Ishmael says you can use Akifin, you can use any way, because this is something that uh, you're going to lose your money. Rabbi Akiva Omer, Ein Barnalab Akifin, Kiddush Hashem. Even if per se you think he's going to lose, you're going to lose the money, but you're not allowed to do that, because of the potential Chil Hashem that is involved. Period. Stop there for a minute. There is a very, very famous Me'iri that is on this Gemara. It's on ten different Gemaras, but it's also on this Gemara. It's even quoted on the page, right on the side here, in the Shidim Kubetzis. Quotes the, on the bottom left, quotes the Me'iri. How many Shidim Kubetzis there are quoted on the daf? But here it is. The sheet in the name of the Me'iri says, this halacha, obviously, about trying to trick someone who is a Ganav, only applies to people who are idolaters, who do not believe in any law. They're lawless people who are, don't have any ethics, don't have any uh, rules. But of course, says the Me'iri, all nations, not all nations, almost all nations, where they are governed by rule of law, of course, this doesn't apply. The Me'iri says this by many of the halachas that apply in terms of, of, uh, of non-Jewish nations. Says the Me'iri right here, I'll read it from the Me'iri. That's what he always says. Right? They don't have normal laws. It's not, you really, it's a court case and you really owe the money. So it's not stealing from him. And there's no per se because you're going to win the case, says Rabbi Shmuel. So then uh, we are not mocked about it. But we call Makom. No, you have a regular court. They come to you, get the regular court case. Right? No funny business, says the Me'iri. You never have to just give somebody the money. But this is saying where you go out of your way to try to win the case in any way possible. So that is specifically for a lawless people who don't follow the law of the land. In any, uh, don't have laws and don't have uh, ethics. So that's what is being that's what is being discussed. Again, there's a lot here related to uh, Kiddush Hashem and Chil Hashem. I'll just read one thing from Rabbeinu Bachai. Rabbeinu Bachai in the end of Parshas Bahar, where he talks about the Chishavim Konehu. Actually, you know what? Let's wait with this because it's based on the Gemara on the top of Amar base. So we'll wait with Rabbeinu Bachai. Hashem will read it Hashem soon. But let's continue for a second. Says the Gemara, Verebi Akiva, third to last line. Taima Deika Kiddush Hashem. The reason that Rabbi Akiva says. You're not allowed to do this. It's only because of Kiddush Hashem. Holeka Kiddush Hashem ba'in. But if there's no issue of Kiddush Hashem Hashem, then you were, would be allowed to. Are you allowed to steal 
from an idolater or even from a non-Jew? You're not. Vatanya, Amr Shimon. Right, this is not like we spoke about a couple of days ago, ribis. Ribis you're allowed to take from a non-Jew. Because that's normal business practice. That's accepted business practice. Right? That's that's not stealing. Stealing is Asur. Amr Shimon, Dover, Zedar Shabi Akiva. Kishabah, when he came from Zafirin, Minai, Legezal Kanani, Shu Asur. How do we know that it's Asur to steal from a Jew or non-Jew? Tamalomar, Achare, Nimkar, Gulati, Yelo. If a Jew gets sold as an Evid to a non-Jew, so you have to try to redeem him. What does redeem him mean? Pay for it. Shaloyim Shachanaviyati. You can't just take the Evid and, and go and steal it. No, you have to um, pay for it. And this applies even to Odeh uh, Zara. the Shin Mukabetza says. Yocho Yigloma love. What does that mean? What's the Hava meaning here? Machlokas Rashi Tosis. Yocho Yigloma Rashi says, you might think you just have to throw him all the money in the world to get it back? No, you don't have to just get ripped off totally. That's the Havamina. Or Tosa says, Yocho Yigloma love. You might think that you might be able to trick him a little bit. Right, not just you have to pay him, but maybe you can trick him a little bit. Either way, both of those havaminas are rejected. Tamalomar vechishevim koneyu yidagdekim koneyu. You have to be exact. Kasha. So you see, Rabbi Akiva, it's not just a Kiddush Hashem issue; it's a it's a it's a dinimamanis issue. Maybe the difference between a Kanani, an idolater, and a Gertoshav, a, right, a Machlokas, what is a Gertoshav, different days in Mesechus of Adazar, Rashi all over Shas, holds like the opinion of, third line here, Rashi says it too, Ein Oved Avodazara V'Ochel Nevelis. He doesn't worship Avodazara, but he eats Nevelis. That's what the, the, the language, that, what does that mean? Meaning Rashi does not quote Shev Mitzvah Benoach. He just quotes Avodazara. So, maybe that's the difference. Says the Gemara, that doesn't work. Both of those uh, individuals are written in the context in the end of Vayikra that you're not that says not only if a Jew is sold to you, but to a ger. Right, Rashi there quotes this Gemara. Question mark. So you see the context of a Jew being sold to a non-Jew, to a Ger Toshav. It's all there. Even to Avodah Zarah, you have to work it out exactly. So, Maybe this is the Chilak. Stealing, you're never allowed to do to anybody. Not repaying a loan. So, maybe that's what is allowed, and it's only also because of Kiddush Hashem. says Eved Ivri Hafkas Havasahu. That also doesn't work. Because the context that we're talking about, buying back an Eved Ivri, that's like repaying a loan. That's not stealing his money, going in and taking something. The Eved Ivri owes money, owes Avoda to his owner. So it's clear from there also that Hafkas Hava is, that Eved Ivri is like repaying a loan. Answer, maybe Rabba would argue on that. Because Rava holds, Dama Rava, we have this in Kiddushin, Evid Ivri Gufo Kanui. And Evid Ivri is Nikne to the Bailim, and therefore it's not just Hafka'as Milve. When do you, what's the context over there of buying him back? That's real stealing. That's why that will be Usser according to Rava. But Hafka'as Milve would not be Usser, and Evid Ivri is Gufo Kanui, and that's why that's not just called a Hafka'as Milve. What does it that mean, Evid Ivri Gufo Kanui? What does that mean? So the rivet here says it doesn't really mean that when it comes to the non-Jewish owner. You can't have gufokani. It just means it's a very strong Kenyan. It doesn't mean literally gufokani, which the Ramban 
calls in a Kiddushan a Kenyan Isser, a Kenyan in the status of the person. Says the Ravid right here, it really doesn't mean that. Ravid doesn't mean that. Evid Ivri Gufokani means... It means he has to work for him. That's what it means. But if you remember, some of the Rishonim we had in Kiddushin said it's literal. The question is, would it be literal even to a non-Jewish owner? A Jewish owner, Evid Ivri Gufokani. Right, the two different levels of Kenyan. Kenyan, right, so that's why an Evid Ivri might be able to marry a, uh, a, a Shifcha Kananis, right, the Dinda, the Dinda Araisa. But, uh, Rava, right, the, the, the Ravid here interprets Rava as not being so extreme. But either way, the Maskana at this point is that Rava holds Hafkas Hava also as Mutter, but that's not what other Tanam hold, as we're about to see here. Amr of Bibi, Bar Gidal, Amar of Shimon Chasida, Gozal Kanani, Gezal Kanani, Asur, Avidasu Muteris. Not let us steal from a Canaanite, but one doesn't have to go out of his way to return the lost item. You shall go in and eat from the nations as they are given over to you, meaning that's when you're allowed to take spoils. And not at a time when you're not taking them into your hands. I mean, that's Gazel Azaser. Avedasa Mutaris. How do we know that? Damrav Chama, Barguria, Amara, Minayla, Avedasa Kananishi Mutaris, Shene Amar. Which again is not stealing, it just means something's on the floor, I'm not going to go return it. Shene Amar, Lachal Avedas Achicha, Liachicha, Tamachsir, Vietamachsir, Likanani. There's no need. Maybe that only means if you didn't pick it up. But maybe once you have it, you have to, you don't have to, you have to give it back. Even if you have it, one doesn't have to give it back. But don't stop reading yet, even though there's a two dots here. We should take out those two dots. So nobody ever stops. Tanya. Which means in almost every context where there's a potential Kiddush Hashem, it's Aser. Period. Stop there for a moment. The Yerushalm, and the, let's read the Rambam first. The Rambam here says it befeirish, and all the Rishonim say it befeirish. Lamaisa, Lamaisa, one should give back everything. Says the Rambam. Avedas agoy muteris. Vahama, evim herziru lakadish es Hashem. Kedei sheyifaru es Yisrael. Vyeidu sheim baal le'amuna hareza meshubach. Right, if you have a chance of Kiddush Hashem, you return it with your yarmulke on, for sure. And if there's chil Hashem, then for sure you have to give it back. And the Yerushalmi here, some are familiar with some of the stories. The Yerushalmi, not here, but in Bamitzia, in El Metzias, the Yerushalmi quotes stories of Tanoim that returned items. Remember the story of the cow, which had a uh, which had a jewel on its neck, and it was returned by uh, I forgot the who uh, had the Shimon Shetach, and uh, he and then the guy was so uh, impressed that he became Jewish. I mean, it's unbelievable stories uh, written there in the second parakel of Bamitzia related to this issue of the potential Kiddush Hashem that is involved, and that's obviously what one should try. To want to try to do. Amr Shmuel, second to last line, second to the last skinny line. Tausum muteris. The only thing lamaskana that might be different. Now let us steal. Now let us keep the aveda. But if somebody makes a mistake, what if somebody gives me back the wrong change? Gives me back extra. So there, maybe meikar hadin. There's there's a little leeway. But again, Kiddush Hashem rules the day. If there's a chance for that, there's nothing better. But either way, Tozim Muteris. He had the Shmuel Zavon Mikusi Lakna Dava Bimar Deparzla Bedal Zuzay. He bought a golden bowl Bimar Deparzla for for Zuzay, right? And he bought it for as, as if it was a copper bowl. 
for Zeus. So it was a mistake. What exactly does that mean? Machlokas, we'll go with one day of the Rishonim. He added in money. He added in money uh, because he realized that this was uh, there was a mistake going on here, but he didn't want to be caught in the end and say, oh, he stole. So he added in money himself so that he wouldn't be, uh, in the future, he wouldn't raise eyebrows that he had bought this for lesser amount. Rav Kahana Zavan Mikusi Mea Ve'eshem Chavita Bemeya. He bought 120 barrels for 100. Ve'ibalei Chazuza, he also paid extra. Amalei Chazida Lakasemichna. And he said to him, he said to the person giving the barrels, you're relying on me. You're, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm relying on you. As if to say, make sure you count the barrels. He's kind of trying to tip him off to do it. At the end of the day, if he doesn't, he doesn't. It's his mistake. But in these cases, they, the Amoram tried to tip off the other people involved to try to make sure that they realize what's going on. A little bit more. Ravina Zavin Dikla, Hu Vikusi Lesalcha. He and Akusi uh, bought a tree to cut up and to divide all of the fruit. Amala Lashame, Ravina said to his servant, Kadam Ba'aisi Meikaro. Right, there were different. Um, clusters of fruit that were hanging, and they were all going to split the clusters. So some happened to be more full clusters than others. So he told his servant, go get me some of the ones next to the, next to the, the ikar, next to the uh, main area of the tree. Dekusi minyanayada, because kusi just knows the minyan. We each get different numbers. So there's nothing wrong with my taking larger ones, right? We're just splitting it by the numbers. Rav Ashi havi ka'azal ba'urcha, chaza shibsha degufna ba'pardesa, v'tali ba'kitufe de'inve. He saw gorgeous grapes hanging down in the orchard. Armala l'shamei, he says to his servant, zil chazi i dekusi ninu aisi, i d'israel ninu lo aisi li. If they belong to a kusi, bring them to me, if to a Jew not. Really? He's going to steal? Shama hu kusi daviyasim vardisa. The kusi heard. He was sitting in the orchard. Amar le, the kusi shari. He says to Ravashi, one of the great Amorayim, what, you're allowed to steal from a kusi? Amar le, he says, no. Ravashi says, you don't understand. Right? I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm the Gadoladar, and anybody I want to buy stuff from, they would just give it to me, and they wouldn't let me pay them. So I don't want that. But I figure you'd make me pay you. Kusi shakaldami, Yisrael lo shakaldami. That's why I'll take it from you, and therefore, that's what he uh, he paid him. Okay, maybe we'll have to stop here by Gufa. Again, all of these are jam-packed. We'll have to continue by the Shem on the next daf uh, as we continue with... Um, oh, Rabbeinu Bachai. Rabbeinu Bachai. Rabbeinu Bachai says here on the Chishavim Konehu, so he just says, just to read the Lushan, yeah, it's a very strong Lushan. He says here, Tamadavar. He says, why is it, he says, he quotes the Tosefta, that stealing from a guy is even worse than stealing from a Yisrael. Because the Tosefta says, Hagozel asa'akum, chayev lahachzir. Chomor gezel akum, gezel Yisrael, mibnei Hashem. When somebody steals from, an, from a Jew, so he, the, the Jew that's stolen from, doesn't think that, oh, the whole Jewish religion doesn't make sense. But he says, Gozel asa'akum, you know what he says when a Jew steals? He says, oh, the Jews are terrible. God is, uh, doesn't have a nation. He's no saint dofi be'emunas Yisrael o'betores Moshe v'chil Hashem. So he says even worse. We have to be even more careful when we deal with non-Jewish clients than with Jewish clients. That's an important Rebbein Abachai, Perachavav, Perachavay Pasik Nun in Parshas Bahar. Okay, we'll stop here. Parshas here will be Yabashem tonight.